0: I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand-new, first-of-its-kind sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand-new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Chris Allen's podcast, and here comes the show. Hey there, my name is Megan Foote, owner of North Star Boudoir Photography, serving Louisville and surrounding counties. We offer a premier boudoir experience at a price point you deserve. Our sessions include a 45-minute pampering, which entails hair and makeup services, as well as food and drinks, and access to a full client closet. And of course, 45 minutes of posing and shooting for fabulous photos that will leave you feeling empowered. Our packages range from 220 to 300 To schedule with us, you can check out our Facebook or Instagram accounts at North Star Boudoir, as well as call or text 502-689-0015. We'd love to have you and help you see the beautiful that you are. Also, if you book with us, please make sure you mention Chris Allen Podcast for a discount. All right, guys. Welcome to Chris Allen's Podcast. Chris Allen's Podcast is awesome and amazing because Chris Allen is awesome and amazing. And Chris Allen wants to go live on TikTok, but they have this silly requirement of a thousand followers. Um and I only have nine hundred and fifteen. So I need everybody to go to my TikTok and follow it. Chris Allen 2342. That's at Chris Allen, 2432 on TikTok. That way, I can get enough to go live on TikTok. Um, live on Facebook's fine. It's fun. But the TikTok from the live seem that seem like way better. Now, we are going to do something different today. Um, I've read my stories that I've written on here before. Um, and I've said anybody who wants their story read on here just send it to me and i'll give you credit and read your story and we'll put it out into the world well my kid heard me say that and my kid wrote a story for school and he wants me to read it on the podcast because i said i'd read stories on the podcast um i want you to keep in mind this story has been written by a fifth grader and just to make it slightly more interesting the more of a surprise for all of us um I haven't read it in advance. Now, when anybody else sends me their story, I'm reading in advance. Maybe come up with voices, whatever. But I was just so excited to do this for my kid's story that I'm like, you know what? I want to go in and read the story raw. So there might be a few mistakes. I might be a few flubs. Um, I'm guessing as any fifth grader story, the punctuation and stuff's not going to be perfect. So I might get confused. So I'm going to go ahead and apologize for all that stuff in advance. And I'm going to read uh, the story that. He wrote, uh, so you mine fifth grader. Wrote this story, um, it's called It's Not Just a Cave by Aiden Allen, of course. My kid, Aiden Allen, the awesomest kid on the planet. Ah, uh, you know, there's a thing before we get the story. Um, whenever I talk about Aiden, I don't call him Aiden when I'm talking to other people. Um, not because his name is a big secret, it's just the way it is, I always call him the kid. And mom, you know, like I took the kid to the store, me and the kid went to this trampoline park or me and the kid did this or whatever. And everybody kind of looks at me like I'm crazy. And finally somebody asked me, why do you always call your son the kid? Like, seriously, say his name. Like, I'm like, my kid is the kid because he's a superhero. You know, it's not Batman. It's the Batman. It wasn't Billy kid. It was Billy the kid. Uh, when you ever hear me talk about my kid and I calling him the kid, it's because my kid is my hero. He is a superhero. That's my kid, the kid. So yeah, just something the way my brain works. All right. So it's not just a cave by Aiden Allen. One Halloween night an 11 year old boy named Tim dressed up as a phantom. Tim went from house to house knocking on doors to get his candy. Tim's mom was out of town for the night, and his dad passed away about 10 years ago in a car crash. He knew that his mom told him to go back to the house and get ready for bed at eleven him, but he didn't listen. He stayed up until midnight, getting as much candy as possible. Most of the neighborhood had gone to bed already, but a few days before Halloween, his friends told him about a house whose owners are rich, and they stay up almost all night. Tim walked to the house, which took about 10 minutes. While he was walking to the house, he saw people taking down decorations since it was the end of Halloween. He was also hearing the motion censored decorations that were set to Sarah's kids, but he was 11, so it didn't scare him. As he was approaching the house, he was amazed by how big it was. He came to the house, knocked on the door, and waited for someone to open the door. But before someone could open the door to the house, he heard a scream. He looked up from the door in the direction of the scream, only to see... Big red glowing eyes looking at him in the trees in the distance. Before he could run away, a tall man stepped out of the house and asked him if he could help him. He said he just wanted some candy. The tall man took a phone out of his pocket and checked the time. It's 12.30 a.m. You should be asleep at home, the tall man said. Just one last stop before I go home, Tim said with a chuckle. Well, I guess I'd give out candy to one last kid, the tall man said. Stay here, the tall man said with a sigh. Nothing else happened while he was waiting for the homeowner to come back with the candy. He finally came back with the candy and said, have a nice day. You too, Tim said. As he walked home, he saw his mom's car coming down the road. Right then and there, he bolted to the nearest bush. Luckily, just before she came around the corner, he was out of sight of his mom. At that moment, he started to rush to get back home before his mom did. He thought to himself that there was no way that he was going to make it to his house before his mom did but he had to try as he was running he remembered a shortcut he discovered a few months ago he ran through some bushes over a fence and into a yard while he was in the yard he did not notice that there was a guard dog that was stalking him as he was running through the yard and a rush to get home the dog started to run after him barking in a very high voice he noticed this very fast and started running faster than before at very close call he climbed the then seconds before the dog tore him to pieces he sighed in relief after that he ran as fast as he could to get home as he saw his house coming into sight his mom car was also caught his attention running to his house he remembered that he left his window unlocked just in case this happened he ran to his window got in his house closed his window and got into bed just as his mom came into his room thankfully he got there just in time for his mom to fall for the trick though that night all he could think about was what he had saw at the tall man's house it's been almost a month since Halloween and all he could still think about was the eyes he knew he had to tell someone about this but who? after a while of thinking he made up his mind he decided that he would tell his friend Alex he grabbed supplies such as a blanket, a flashlight, and a knife and extra batteries just in case ones that were already in the flashlight died after he came downstairs he told his mom that he was going to a friend's house she said okay and let him go Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only three forty nine. dollars So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. ba da ba ba Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer combo meal, single item at regular price. He, I walked to my friend's Alex house. Obviously, he didn't believe me. He swore that he was telling the truth, but he still didn't believe me. After a while, no silence in the room. He said, fine, but if you're lying, I will never be your friend again. The boys walked out of the house and went to the cemetery, which was the closest place that Tim saw the creature. After a while, seeing nothing, they saw a little girl that was in a white dress, floating only a few centimeters off the ground. That's when they also saw her neck was crooked. Just a few seconds later, after they saw her start saw her, she started laughing in a very terrifying way. What is that, Tim said, in a very concerning voice. I-, I don't know, Tim, but it doesn't look very nice, Alex said. They both blinked in an instant she became closer, only twitching her bones and making them crack. They turned around and started running in the other direction. When they turned around, the girl was directly in front of them. Tim and Alex screeched in fear. They fell back on the ground and the girl started twitching even more violently than before. At this point she started to scream and moved toward them. They got up as soon as possible and fell into a hole. As they fell, they screamed as loud as they possibly could. The hole was so deep that it took about five minutes to reach or five seconds, excuse me, five seconds to reach the bottom. Once they finally reached the bottom of the pit, they looked around to see if they saw anything. But all they saw was pitch black. It was so dark that when they tried to look at each other, they saw black. "Wait, I have a flashlight in my bag," Tim said. Tim got a flashlight out of his bag and turned it on. When he turned the flashlight on, the darkness ate his light. But from what he could see, it looked like it looked like there were cave walls. They were both wondering what was going on after a while after a while of them Thinking and that word is spelled horribly wrong and processing what just happened, they figured it out when they fell while being approached by the little girl. It was a plan the entire time. What do they need us for? I asked Alex. Neither of them knew why they were planning this at all. Neither of them knew. After a little bit of looking at the cave walls, they found a massive door the size of an elephant. Both of them looked up in amazement. They asked each other if they should go in. After a long time of thinking and discussing, they agreed to see what was on the other side of the door. They attempted to open the door, but it was too heavy to even budge. They pushed with all their might, but still nothing. They started to look around for a lock, or a smaller door. Tim shined his flashlight up at the door. When he looked up the door with his flashlight, he saw a big lock on the door to keep it shut. They started to look around the cave for a key, or something they could use to break the lock. When they found what they found was something that they could never forget. They found a skull with a big jaw, big key in his jaw. Tim carefully put his hand on the key and gagged as he pulled the key out of the skull's jaw and unlocked the door. Only when this time they pushed the door, it opened. What they saw behind the door was terrifying. I'm never going to sleep again, Alex said. The reason the door was so heavy and had a lock was because that the door had led to the underworld. All they saw was fire and death over and over, screams of people and demons everywhere. As they look around, they saw an even bigger door than the one that led to this place. It had skulls and bones and people and animals all over it. When they started to walk toward the door, a red wall appeared in front of them in an instant. They started to become confused. They reached their hands out again and started touching the wall. It started to burn when they had their hands on it for a few seconds. Only a few minutes after they found that out the big door opened and the devil came out of the room behind the door who dares come to the underworld and knock on my door he said in a very deep voice we didn't sir we just kind of slid in They said as they started to walk away a demon flew in front of them you look like you're lost kids he said in a terrifying voice no we're fine tin said in a scared voice are you sure because i can take you back to your parents he said as he was about to say, he was very sure he felt a very sharp pain near his heart. He looked down and only see a spike going through his chest. When he fell down, he instantly woke up in his bed to his alarm that was set to get him up for school. What happened, he asked, he started to look around his room. His mom came through the door and asked if he was okay. He said everything was fine and he was just glad to get out of that dream. His mom left, room, his, mom left his room thinking he was fine. That's when he heard the same laugh that floating girl made. Tim looked at the window to see the floating girl twitching and looking at him. The end. Uh, great story. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, my kid's a little creepy, apparently. Uh, you know, when I wrote scary stories as a kid, I didn't send the, the, the people directly to hell. That was a Bet bit much. Uh, but at least know that the demon was a nice guy and took him home. I don't... <laughs> I don't get that part of the story. And if, I like how the kids were so strong that they could fall for five seconds, which was a pretty long fall. And they didn't get hurt. Like, that's impressive. Like, Of course, it was a dream. Maybe. Maybe not. Spike through the chest. And then, of course, for the creepy ending, he brought back the floating little girl. And I love the description of the Twitch. I won't lie. Um, but I have to talk to my kid. Find out what he's been watching while I've been at work. Because, uh... Yeah, the twitching little girl is creepy as crap. Let's just go with that. and Gateway to hell. He found the gateway to hell. So, the next time I read the story, I'm going to have to play Highway to Hell as I'm reading it. And that is that. Alright, guys. Um, Short podcast today. Uh, Like I said, just reading my kid's story. Uh, it's not just a cave by Aiden Allen, because the cave is hell. Alrighty. Hell. You know. Wow. I need a joke in this one. I need to bring things back. Do y'all hear about uh, McDonald's new hamburger? It's called the Mick Jackson. 50 year old meat and a 10 year old bun. Everybody have a wonderful day. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Wherever you're listening to this show. Uh, if you're listening to Chris Allen show, awesome. If you're listening to Jason Jones show, even better. Um, we look forward to bringing you more contact, and if you want to help us out with that, you can hit us up at www.patreon.com slash worstjokes and help fund the show. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at cman at 234 at twitter. Dot, at twitter. Twitter at cme 4 at Twitter. Um, you can find uh, on Facebook, the Chris Allen Podcast. You can find uh, Jason on Facebook, um, the Jason E. Jones Podcast. Um, you can also find him on Twitter too. Just search for the Jason E. Jones Podcast and you'll find him. We're all there. We're all here for you. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to an email at uh, asktheangryninja at gmail.com. Um, you want to be on the show? Reach out. Hit us up. We'll get you in the show. Interview. You want to come Tell a joke. Tell a joke. We're all here. If you have an outrageous story, I'd love to hear it. We'll put that up, too. So just let us know. And if you have anything you want to hear, let us know. Twitter is the best way. Just let you know. So everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye.